Oh man, it's been it's been a long time coming. Listen, I've been trying to track him down. He like a like a well dressed Pokemon. You see what I'm saying? And I finally, I finally grab, I, I re, I've achieved and I've grabbed him. He is here, the legend, the man. He is here, the absolute one, Ricky Starks. What's going on, brother? Da -da. I didn't know. I did not know you were even trying to to get at me Bruh, for a long time. For a while. But I'll be honest with you though, I really. I, I, I tried to, like, I have deleted the Twitter app off my thing, so I have to go through the browser to really see, you know, stuff like that. So my apologies. I did not know. But look, look at us now. So, Mr. Starks, first question, man. What's it like being a debonair, a suave, a sexy mother? What's it like? Easy now, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's it's easy work. It is. It's easy work. Um, You know what? I personally feel like as a, a guy who's trying to bring in his own style and his own thing, it's very easy to be compared to other people. Mm. But at the end of the day, comparisons are cool. Um, I like to, I like to be shown for, you know, what I bring to the table. That's the style. That's the fashion. That's my smoothness. Smooth. Ricky is what they call me. Um, pretty Ricky <laughs> is also what they call me. So if you get that reference, mm. so Honestly, I love it. There hasn't been someone like me in a while, I feel like. There, there's a lot of, like, close enoughs, but not exacts. Facts. But you know, it is. It's a hard. It is hard being me sometimes. But yeah, you know, I was, I was, I was. That was just me trying to be silly because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you when I seen you do that, I was like, I'm not joking, man. I, I, I can't. I don't pretend like I know everything. That's, that's what stupid people do. So, I was like, yo, I, I, I know I seen this dude before, but wait, wait a minute, um, hold on, is this? Hold up, wait a minute. Why is this dude on TV every week? <laughs> That's what, when you, it's right when you did that right there. I swear that's when the light bulb hit. I go, hold up, man. This is when I started the campaign, man. This is when I started going around doing my grassroots campaign to get right. absolute working stocks, like some kind of championship. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. That's the, that's kind of funny how wrestling works. You know, you, you, uh, you, I'm not saying you get throttled, but things don't always happen in the timeline that you want it to. And so, it, it, it's to me, I, I don't mind it because at least when I have fans come up to me and say these things and they say nice things about me and like, I just don't, you know, you're so great on the mic and this and that. I take it as a badge of honor. Mm. And that's the cool part because one thing you can't fake with people is the genuine connection and, and the genuine talent that people see and what they gravitate towards. So, um, it's a very sweet thing to hear people say uh, a lot of the times because that's just me being me uh, at the end of the day. So, right. you know. Hey, Ricky, I think the last few months have been an absolute whirlwind for you. Uh, through your eyes, what has been the most defining moment um, in recent memory for you? Hmm. Defining moment, man. You know, I had just recently saw um, rewatched my promo I did after I lost the FTW title, and mm. I think that was a moment where – you see me, um, I'm not at my breaking point, but that is a moment where I uh, kind of let every let everybody know and let it be known just about who I am and what I'm about. And one thing that I will never do is I'll never whine and complain about something that I don't have. I will always just go out and get it. If I don't like my situation, I just change it or I force change. Yeah. And I want to say that was that was close to my defining moment in that sense, because that was such a very personal and real message that I was trying to tell people, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying I, I said, hey, 
you know, I deserve this time. I deserve more than 30 seconds, 20 seconds to talk. I deserve mm. it. You may have someone say, well, why does you deserve it? I deserve it, mother, because I, I work my ass off. I deserve yeah. it because I have done so much for myself just to get to this point. And anybody can say they deserve something as mm. long as you know that you put in the work for it. They, I, I refuse to let anybody try to dictate what I do and don't deserve. Do you think it's safe to say that that put a chip on your shoulder? I don't believe in having a chip on my shoulder. A lot of people like to say that. I don't look at it that way. Mm -hmm. um, I think of it as like, hey, I, the, the best way I can explain is I don't think of it as a chip on my shoulder. I think of it as a, uh, a matter of fact of, a, uh, of an issue. Mm -hmm. This is the issue that I face, and this is how I'm going to address it. Mm -hmm. And then I move on. Um, to have a chip on your shoulder to me kind of equates it to being like a very complaining, a very like disgruntled person. I don't see myself as that. I work a hundred percent to the best of my ability while having this idea in my head of like, okay, this is what I'm trying to prove to myself first and then to other people. Secondly. Yes. Well, let's, that's well said in, and I know you touched on a little bit, but what, what what that general sentiment out there, you know, in the IWC, and I know, trust me, it's hard for me to quote the IWC, but they are they are a loud minority. Do does do you get frustrated when there's people saying that you should be pushed, you should be this? Do you feel like you have you've been you've been used to your maximum potential, or do, is it just one of those things where you're still on the grind and you you don't focus on that? But that 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 don't bother you at all, as far as you. I know you see people being like, "Yo, this dude needs to be like." in the title picture, like consistently, does that, does that get to you? I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, it, but it's not, it's, it's not, it's not a, a sentiment that I don't um, hear or that I have not shared. I'll be lying to you if I don't share those sentiments. I feel mm. like everyone should, I feel like everyone feels that way at a certain point. I think what it boils down to, and, and I think a lot of people can relate is that, when you know you have so much to offer, right, and you are ready to, you you have the bullet loaded and you have the finger just ready to pull and you're just, all right, let's do it. And it doesn't exactly go off or, you know, stuff like that. That's where the frustration sets in with a little bit more emphasis on the passion and the drive mm. behind it. And, uh, yeah, I, I hear it 100%. And I, I am frustrated i i have been frustrated and i already know this is going to blow up and people are like, well ricky's frustrated at aw i'm actually not what i'm saying is i'm frustrated that i'm not exactly where i want to be within myself i'm frustrated that my linear path that i have already set in my head regardless of where i'm at hasn't been exactly where i want it to be that is a self-frustration mm -hmm. that is a frustration that um ultimately what i'm frustrated with is just time that, I mean, th there's no person, there's no entity that I'm frustrated with. I'm just frustrated with time because I haven't gotten to where I want to be and what I want to do. And as they say, that takes time. So that's my biggest enemy is that um, I do appreciate people saying like, hey, you, you deserve this and that. I do deserve it. I absolutely 100% deserve it. And I will get it. I will get it in time. So. Um, I appreciate people keeping that sentiment up because the same people that are rallying behind me and creating this energy is the same energy that I have balled up within myself. Mm. And I think at this point, people know how passionate I am about wrestling, how serious I take it mm -hmm. and how serious I take 
what I'm trying to cultivate here ultimately. I said it before and I'll say it again. I stand shoulder to shoulder with people like CM Punk, with a Kenny Omega, with a, a, a Roman Reigns, a Seth Rollins. I don't care what you think about it as a, a wrestling fan. That's what I believe. Wow. And that's what I'm going to die believing. So it's not for me to say those things for you to believe it. It's me to say it out loud to let y'all know what it is. And at the end of the day, I'm going to die on that hill because that is who I am. And that is what I ultimately believe. So, you know, it's all good. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Loving it, loving it, loving it. What you got, Andrew? Uh, Ricky, for you growing up, do you remember the moment that you fell in love with, with wrestling? Do you remember what match it was? Because for me growing up, I was watching Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. That's what made me fall in love with, with, with pro wrestling. Do you remember that moment for you? Not the exact moment, but I do remember my, my fondest memories, like being seven and Taker walking up on the um, steps and doing the, the pyro with his hands and being like, whoa, that's sick. Yeah. You know, having that in the back of my head has been pretty much my earliest memory, but also to my brother. My, my brother used to watch wrestling a lot too. So mm. I used to, when I was younger um, with them, but I really, really remember falling into it based off of that. Mm-hmm. Mr. Star, I mean, I would be remiss, you know, because listen, I'll be remiss. We getting close to the end of Black History Month. I'd be remiss if I ain't touch on it a little bit. The Lord knows, I don't want the black folks to come out and get me. I don't want any coalition to come out and say, "Man, you ain't even interview a brother all month." But listen, I got a brother on right at the end, right at the back end. Absolute Ricky Starks. So I don't want to ask you what it's like being black in wrestling. You've been black in wrestling for a while, but I do want to ask you, look, what it's like to be that person that 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 represents where you're from and 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 your family and your background and things like that. What is that like to carry? that with you in professional wrestling well when i was growing up i didn't really see anyone in wrestling that looked like me i think the play the closest person that in my neighborhood that people could relate to was the rock yeah and uh you know so i think it's pretty cool because a lot of people don't realize that i am black and i'm not saying that there's ignorance there too but there's a lot of um there's a lot of like i don't know what the best way to describe it would be let me let me how can i i'm trying to say this in the nicest way you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> the the best way that i could describe it is essentially growing up in new orleans and mm. there's a lot of mixed people in new orleans a lot of people of creole descent yeah a lot of people who who you know they they they're of my type of uh, fair skin and so growing up uh, in New Orleans, to me, that was normal. To me, that's just, right. okay, I've seen, I've seen black people like that. Coming into wrestling, I had to realize my, my thinking is not as large as that. Like, there's people who've never been to New Orleans or never seen anyone. Facts. So they, they, you know, they don't really know. So it's important to me at least to have somebody to represent that and to have somebody grow up and be like, oh, wow, I can watch a wrestling show and relate to this person and know what they've been through. Um, that's a big deal of, of a part of it for me. Uh, and it represents New Orleans to a T. Like that's the mm. biggest thing that I love is being able to represent finally for a city that I love near and dear. So, you know, being Creole, being mixed, uh, being a, of a lighter skin, there are people who share that every single day. Excellent. And man, there's so much more that comes with that too, you know, but it's a big deal and I love it. I love embracing it. Uh, and, and 
I hope to one day, like, have somebody be like, hey, when I was growing up, I was watching Ricky Starks on TV. Blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I don't know if you know about the, you probably know about the secret war between light-skinned brothers and dark-skinned brothers, man. Can we listen? Can we put that to bed right now? Can we, can we, can we, can we, can we, can we, can we squash it, Ricky? Can you and I, are we united? We we are united, my man. <laughs> we go together like peanut butter and jelly. Y'all better stop it's, this foolishness out here, y'all. It's wild. The the someone called me beige Ray. Once. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it all. I've, no, I, like, I, I oh my light skinned friends, they, they kill me all the time. Y'all better stop this foolishness. We gotta come on now. <laughs> right. Hey Ricky, by me asking you this question, I'm not implying that you need one because I think you're amazing. But you see Darby I'm, Allen, you see Darby Allen with Sting, and you see Lance Archer with Jake the Snake Roberts. If you could choose any legend to be your quote unquote manager, Ooh. who would you choose and why? Oh man. Mm. I would choose the legendary Ricky Starks. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> I would go in time and then choose him and then bring him back. Yo, that's He's dope. A great choice. He's a good choice. Time machine. Well, listen, listen, listen. So we got it here, man. The 5th of March. The revolution actually will be televised. You are going against Chris Jericho, the Yocho, the champion, all that stuff. So why will Ricky Starks beat Chris Jericho and vanquish and vanquish this all time? And I mean all time great, make no mistake. Well, you know, it's a, this is the thing. I already beat him once. To beat him again is, is, is a point that should be said and stated right now. When you are the president, you are always president, right? Jericho was the first AEW champion. Yes, sir. He was the first guy to come in this company and do it. He was the first guy to beat legends, and he has such a track record that that can't be taken away from him. To beat him once is cool, but to beat Chris Jericho again, that just puts me in a situation where I'm a lot closer to the AEW championship. Mm. I think anybody can see it that way. I can, I can skip the line and go straight to the top. That is what that is ultimately about. And so... With that in my mind, to get back at something that I was close to having before, uh, beating Chris Jericho is just what I have to do. That's what I have to do. So I I'm not worried in the lightest. Uh, I think this will be a match that people will love. I think this will be a match that really puts me on a um, an exam for people to see, okay, let's see where he's at, if we really like this guy or not. Mm. Uh, ultimately, I mean, if you like me, if you don't, I don't care either way. But <laughs> uh, it's a big, it's a big proving point, especially for younger Ricky to have a match against Chris Jericho, beat him again for the second time, and then go on and do my thing and become AEW champion. Wow, you mentioned your younger self though, but like speaking from that point of view, how does it feel to go up one on one with Chris Jericho, looking back as the fan at one point? It's crazy. It's it's crazy. honestly. Um, kind of the same way I felt when I wrestled uh, Sting. Mm. Like, that was wild as well. So yeah. these these moments that I have are just, I, I look back and go, what is happening? But I'm prepared for it, and I'm meant to be in these situations is how right. I look at it. Yeah. So, you, so you go on to beat Chris Jericho. Um, there's a lot of things going on. MJF, Brian Danielson, title pitcher. Yeah. Where do you see... Get, do you have, do you have a path in your mind to getting back in that title picture, that title race? Is that is that the that's the ultimate prize? Is there any other titles in AEW that you wouldn't mind holding on to to get there, or you just you want to get to the AEW championship? Definitely want to get to the AEW championship. Definitely want to become the TNT champion. 
Um, those are the two right now that I'm, I'm really focused on. But things don't always happen in such a way. So hmm. I could be talking to you right now, and then, you know, four months later, I'm at, become the Atlantic champion. So, as you know, I never want to put myself in a box because I'm so – Man, once I visualize it, I have to do it that way. It has to Damn. happen that way. And so I have to really teach myself to not so be so emotionally connected to what I dreamt up. Um, and I have to be willing to be like water and just, you know, self-direct myself when needed. At this, at this, are, go ahead, go, 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 you got to go, go, go. Who, who are some of your dream opponents in AEW that Ooh. you haven't touched yet? Oh. I've, okay, I've answered this question before, so let me try to remember those answers so I don't look like a liar. <laughs> uh, obviously, skin punk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, those are the main two right now yeah, yeah, yeah. that I that I really want to you know get after. Those would be amazing matchups. Yeah, I would do Sting versus me and Sting again. That'd be That's cool. Crazy man. Sign me up. Sweet. Single. <laughs> I seen, um, I saw that, that, that sock drive that you, you were a part of. And, um, yeah, it yes. is, you know, and I think about some of these things sometimes when I'm, when I'm, when I knew I was going to get a chance to speak with you. And it, I think it's important sometimes to talk about things that are outside of the ring. And, um, uh, what, what was that like putting that together and seeing that turn out now? Dude, I, that was wild. Yeah. I was, I was I seeing the video. Portland or Seattle. It was crazy. I seen the video. I was like, what? Okay, so one, I didn't know about it. So mm, they may have told me this a week in advance. I don't remember, but I, I was reminded about it the day before. And I was like, okay, it was a sock drive, right? And so I just went up there and I was like, okay, I'll just take pictures. I thought it would be like, I don't know, 10 people, 20 people. Man, <laughs> since there was a curtain, I couldn't see the line. Tell me why I'm like, grabbing these socks and taking pictures and i look i said what the hell it looked like a full line that man just it just kept going it was so crazy i think the lady who was running the um event as well in you know correlation with our our people she was like so surprised i think they got over uh 750 pairs of socks oh or something my that God. it was it was crazy but it was a true testament to um the people who cared enough to come out and see me and making sure that they got the best experience. Uh, hopefully those people walked away being like, wow, that was great. I saw Ricky, blah, blah, blah. I felt, you know, it was, it was a joyous experience for them overall, but I was even surprised by it. Cause I was like, damn, that's for cool. real. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and it was all for a good cause. I loved it. Awesome stuff, brother. Hey Ricky, you've been in these shoes before, but what's the biggest piece of advice you have for somebody that's aspiring to become a professional wrestler? Um, well, the, the first thing I always say is don't touch anything without a hundred percent heart. Mm. You know, what I'm don't, yeah. don't, don't do this. If you're just going to half-ass it, don't do it. If you're not ready to make sacrifices mm. and go all the way with it, because, uh, people who, who touch things with half a heart, guess what they get in return, you know? Right. So, um, that's my biggest thing is, and I always tell people that. And the other thing too, really is do it with the, do it with as a hundred percent intentions. I have mm. a saying, I say, do nothing without intention, do nothing without intention because you're wasting everyone's time. So 
if you just follow that path, I, I promise you in anything that you do, it, it will work out for you. But that's my main number one thing when people ask me, like, what do you do to make it? If you're not willing to do all that, if you're not honest with yourself, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. Before I get you out, of, before I get you out of here, if you get your workout on, brother, I usually do a Mount Rushmore, but what I don't like doing the Mount Rushmore wrestlers because only only four can be on there, and you're gonna piss somebody off, and I don't want you doing that. So what I try to do is I try to centralize the focus. So can you give me your Mount Rushmore, your four top things in New Orleans? Can you do that? Can you give me a Mount Rushmore of New Orleans? It could be people, places, things, food. It could be anything, but the top four New Orleans products. So beignets is first. Facts. Uh, a shrimp po' boy. Oh, snap. Naked, a naked shrimp, a naked shrimp po' boy. Uh, who else? Uh, I would say Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> He's dope, though. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Harry Connick Jr. And then, uh, I'm gonna say the Superdome. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good thing. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice mouse, much more in New Orleans. Yeah, if it, if it ain't Harry Connick Jr., um, <laughs> there's a there's a bridge called the Twin Spans that's kind of funny because it goes all it's just it's almost like a vertical bridge you just go up and it's scary as hell. <laughs> I used to love I used to love riding that bridge when I was younger. It was it was connected you from New Orleans to Slidell, wow. and uh, I used to ride it all the time. So yeah, you know if we could squeeze in the Twin Spans because it's a little bridge, we could so squeeze it in. Harry Connick Jr. and the Twin Spans, <laughs> and then the Superdome is my cup. Um, damn, that's that's a great question, actually. That's probably the best question I've ever been asked. Damn. Listen, uh, Mr. Ricky Starks, it's been a pleasure, brother. Uh, but before we get you out, is there any final words you have for Chris Jericho? Can you, like, cut, like, a mini promo, like a baby promo? I don't know. Well, I get I get paid for that. Come on, I Ricky! Will you, I will leave you with this, okay? <laughs> I will leave you with this. He no matter like, the no. nicknames or T-shirts or these little quirky gimmicks Jericho can give himself, it really fails in comparison to actually being absolute. And being a man of the people, being a man of New Orleans himself, and it's about time that a young person really stands on his own two feet and let the veterans know exactly who the hell I am and what I'm about and what I'm about to go get. Mm. Absolute Ricky Starks. I appreciate you. He's like, listen, man, you ain't, you got did this for free. I, you got, I got pay. I got pay for that promo. I mean, that was good too. Even <laughs> it was a, though. Even for a, you know, a, even for a half-hearted one. <laughs> Yo, listen, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, man. This was great. Special thanks to the absolute one, Ricky Starks. I've been trying to track him down, y'all. Uh, we finally got him. Finally got Ricky Starks. Got him on the way to the gym too. Got him, acquired him, retrieved him, acquired, bestowed him upon y'all. Y'all better thank me for this shit. Y'all better thank me. Y'all better, y'all better give me, y'all better give me well wish. You better send me a bouquet of flowers. You better send me some straight up FTD quality. FTD, if you still around, let me get some flowers. We got an ad. We got an FTD ad. I don't know. I only know Royers. That's Listen, welcome seen. to the Kick Rock Wrestling Paul Cat with the boy that pulled up. Oh, special shout out to Andro for filling in for the wife while she was at work. Trying to pay these bills, keep mm-hmm. these streets safe. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So shout out to the young boy shout Andro out, out. for pulling up right on cue, doing his thing. Y'all gonna see a little more and great hear a little dude. more from Andro. Great dude, great dude. Special thanks to Ricky Stark. Special thanks to my boys hooking up to you know who you are, Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> 
Fantastic, fantastic. Time for the second half of the show, however. Yeah, we're here. We're here. We're here. Uh, lots of wrestling talk, you know, with Starks. But uh, let's uh, let's move to a little boxing, maybe. A little bit of boxing. Yeah. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. Yeah. Yeah, how, how do we how do we feel about this? How do we feel? Yeah, what's, what's interesting about this is I've been wanting to talk about this, even though everybody else and their mama's been talking about it. I, I wanted to talk about it just because... I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not gonna sit here and let after somebody gets the brakes beat off of him. I'm not gonna be like, "Whoa, man, he uh, Jake Paul earned my respect." I go, Jake Paul, number one, right. he doesn't have to give him max respect. With all due respect, my res- with all due respect, getting the respect of me doesn't really matter. Getting the respect of you guys out there, with all due respect, guys, it really doesn't matter. As long as he's doing it for the right reasons, and he's doing it for yeah. his family, himself, yada yada. That's the only thing that really matters. So he doesn't need my respect. I will say this, guys. I will say. My biggest problem with the whole Jake Paul like stuff is, you know, this isn't the Disney Channel, this isn't YouTube, this nope. isn't Vine, wherever the hell these guys started making their money. When he, as soon as he said he wanted to be a boxer, and make no mistake, he's got the money to get the proper training. Oh, yes, he does. And he has get, the bag. And then when you when you when you have the money and you get the trainer and you put in the work, I wasn't surprised he would start to look like a boxer. Yeah. That's why I'm not trying to pat the dude on the back. With all due respect, guys, if you have a lot of money and you can take time on a lot of things and you have mm-hmm. nothing else to worry about, no bills to worry about, no problems to worry mm-hmm. about, you can probably get viable. My only issue was the gimmick that was the fighting thing. Boxing is boxing. The only yes, way to test if a boxer is a boxer is if he fights boxers. Not MMA guys, not mm-hmm. YouTube celebrities, not little basketball players, <laughs> boxers. Yeah, that's Profe- the professional professional boxers is the only way he was going to gain any notoriety, and he was giving you guys smoke and mirrors, a big song and dance about how Anderson Silva is a legend. No, he's a legend because he's old. Yeah. Woodley's yeah. a legend because he's old in mixed martial arts. Guys, mixed martial arts mm-hmm. is not boxing. No, that you can. There's so many different body parts you can use than just your hands in different styles and things yeah. like that. So he was fooling y'all with this foolishness by fighting people that were not boxers. The first time he fought an actual boxer who was actually still a novice, 23 years old, mm-hmm. he got beat. Yes, and he got beat, guys, because the boxer outboxed him. Yes. You guys got to understand something here. This is not pretend land. This is not YouTube. This is not Vine. This is not prime energy drinks or whatever the hell else. This is a kid who boxes. That's what mm-hmm. he does when he wakes up. Yes. He boxes. Yes. He didn't, with all due respect, he didn't get the bag by doing Twitter or Vine or YouTube. Mm-hmm. He got the bag by boxing. Yeah, he's trying to make a living through boxing. So what upset it what so upset me about this whole scenario is how so many professionals and boxers and legends and sports pundits and people that know boxing apparently more than I do really gave that kid like no shot. I know, seriously, that's really weird. They gave him no shot to win in in a boxing match where he's the boxer. And the whole family is and boxers. And the whole family are boxers. <laughs> and he's been in a box. And he's in, he's British. He's from Manchester. Do y'all know anything about kids from Manchester? I, I ain't messing with none of them. They're, boot, they're, <laughs> they're, they're hard hat, bootstraps, and lunch pail. That's who they are. <laughs> are you? Do you really want to get in a scrap with a kid from Manchester? No, do you, no. Do you really do, want to do that? No. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, guys, cool. He got into the ring with an actual boxer. That's the first time I've actually actually gave him a standing ovation. You finally mm-hmm, did something mm-hmm. that I don't think you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Is it over for Jake Paul? Don't know about that. I will tell you this. If he doesn't fight Tommy Fury, he will never fight a pure boxer ever again. Mm, yeah. yeah. He just won't. 
And so it's one of those things where this is not this is not hate. It's just get it just I started getting a little perturbed when you guys are trying to oh 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 actually Iron Mike said I said I don't care what Iron Mike say. I don't care. Yeah, Iron Mike Iron Mike is not Evan Mack and Iron Mike ain't paying my bills. I, Iron I don't care what Floyd Mayweather say. I don't care what these all-time greats say. You guys fell in love with this kid for some reason. I don't know if y'all hanging out, going to parties with him. I don't know what it is, but the disrespect the kid that just boxes over a guy that does that that did YouTube most of his life, it's just weird to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, again, I like I don't know boxing at all. I like I don't know rules, I don't know stances, I don't I, you know, I I'll, I'll watch a boxing match, but it's I, I think it's a little bad when I can see his what over right hand overhand hook if thing. If you can see it, that I'm like, so that means every boxer that would ever fight you can see it. Can see it. And they're gonna like, okay, so we need to always block for that. Yes. Like, so I'm like, if I can see it when if I don't know what I'm it, looking then for. Trust me, Tommy can see it. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, oh, there's another one. I was like, Lord oh, there's another one. Lord I was like, oh, there's mercy. another one. <laughs> Listen, and another one, <laughs> Jake. Let me tell you something, brother. I got nothing. I'm not one of those people that that walk around hating the Paul brothers. That's not what I do. No, no. I, I don't even know the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what they are. They're kids to me. So, so I don't go. I don't try to make it a business to to hate on kids. I will say this: when you step into that ring with a real boxer, just be careful mm -hmm. because all the talk and the social media chatter and all this other stuff, and you guys charging forty nine dollars a fight, you need to be careful fighting boxers. They will put you out. Period. And and people fighting when they know the struggle is is a little. You fighting fight. hungry, man. Let me tell when you you're something. You're hungry. Man. You're gonna fight a little harder. All right. I'm just okay. So, listen. So listen. Yeah. A Jake. More, yeah. If you get into the ring, everyone's talking about Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz. Like, whoa, 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 who? Who you gotta just whoo -ha. And whoa. Nate's kind of old, but still. Nate's kind of old, but them boys from Stockton, they don't play either. Listen, I'm Stockton's like, I don't know, like but this, Stockton's like the Manchester of California. Yeah, I ain't messing with Do you want to mess with a kid from Stockton, California? I don't. <laughs> Listen, Godspeed, you know, I got I got my I'm I'm sipping on something right now. I'm sipping on my little whiskey right now, so I'm feeling myself. I mean, honestly, you should just, you know, what would be fun is a Go back to YouTube. The, or or do a tag team with your brother. You know what I mean? Like, let's bring it, you know. What, that hello, Paul, why not? The Paul Brothers. I tag mean, team champions. Come, Paul uh, Brothers. Yeah. History. Boom. Make Boom. history. Do it. Sold. Come out, WrestleMania. You better stay out you that got two days. You better stay out that boxing ring. You can get into the wrestling ring. <laughs> I was like, that's, you know, it's that's also hard work. But Boy, yeah. I wish I wasn't. I wish that I, would be a good gimmick. I wish I that wasn't. That would make lots of money. Boy, I wish I wasn't an old man. Like, seriously. And, like, I wish I had that dude's kind of resources to get a trainer. I'm not joking. I'd have been called out Jake Paul, and I'd have whipped Jake Paul's ass, and then we'd have been <laughs> done with it. Damn it. I mean, how how tall is he? He's not short. I know he's not short, six footer, but six footer. Okay, because I know, like, I mean, it's all it's all about you know a little bit yeah, about the yeah. weights and things like that. But too, Mike, so. but Mike was devastating because he can get inside a tall guy, so mm -hmm, it's not always mm -hmm. the best strategy. But if you're mm -hmm. tall like Tommy, Tommy knew how to use his height and his reach, yeah, with the jab and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm just, just, just yeah, guys, yeah. just guys, be careful when you when you <laughs> be careful when you you know start you know I don't know. Yeah, I mean you know okay. So uh, moving on, talking about tag by the way, teams. that prime <laughs> energy drink is poop. Oh, it is. I tried. I'm sorry. Now, if they sponsor this show, it's dope. Because I'm <laughs> I will, a shill. I will drink it again. <laughs> hey, yo, if, this, if there's an ad on this podcast, <laughs> before I know, because I don't even know something, because they be buying the ads, and I don't I know, know. <laughs> So, so <listen>. true. <laughs> we don't know till we hear it. We're like, oh, crap. Because people don't understand. It's like buying real estate. Some people buy real estate, and then they put it on the show. So, listen. Hey. I, if it's prime, pull up. I love prime. <laughs> but if it ain't prime, prime, you poop. <laughs> I had that fruit punch flavor. I was like, this joint is poop. And hey, as a strawberry lover, 
can, can we all stop, please, mixing it with watermelon? Why does everybody want to make strawberry watermelon? And a black man, watermelon, wa- me, I don't rock with the, the black man and watermelon thing. And that's a historical just, thing for me. So personally, me and my father, we don't rock with watermelon. Yeah. I like. I As don't, a black man, we don't. I don't mind don't. the flavor. I just stop putting it with my strawberry. I'm not talking please. about watermelon prime. I'm talking about watermelon bubblicious. I'm talking about yeah. the actual watermelon. Mm. I'm talking about watermelon lotions from Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Watermelon Jolly Ranchers. Lot of <laughs> I don't mess with watermelon. I don't mess with water and melon together as a word. <laughs> so listen, that prime is poop unless uh, you're sponsoring the park. <laughs> what about like a honeydew? <laughs> Listen. It's not water. I mean, don't it's, put the it's word a melon. water and melon okay. together. So a melon, maybe. Unless you sponsor in the park. <laughs> <laughs> what's up. the orange? Is that what's the orange one? It's a melon. I don't know. It's uh, talking about cantaloupe. 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 No hell, no, I hate cantaloupe. I know. I don't like any. It's of that the texture, man. I don't like melon too much. Nah, and honestly, nah, when you nah, think nah, about nah, it. Nah, nah. Um, but yeah, like uh, you know, talk about tag team. Keep keep a stiff upper <laughs> lip, Jake. <laughs> you'll be you'll be back. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, so Lita and Becky Lynch, everybody's, all the man, you know, Lita, everybody's favorite, mm-hmm. um, new tag team champions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, the the gorgeous, wonderful mm-hmm. Trish Stratus pulled mm-hmm. up. Yeah, she pulled well, up. No. She pulled up. I'm starting to think, I'm starting to think it's going to be, because she's there, right? Unless it was a one-off, I'm starting to think it's going to be Lita, Trish, Becky, Bailey, EO, Dakota at WrestleMania, like a three. That's three. what I was thinking. I was but, like, maybe they're gonna do a rematch. Yeah, and then but I but I also ultimately see the ladies, you know, Shayna and Rhonda taking those titles, the tag team titles, and making them legitimate tag team titles. And and, and giving them like a legitimate like a legitimate run and a little legitimate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. push because those tag team titles are just like eh. And it's and they're eh because they yeah. don't put viable tag teams versus viable tag teams. Yeah. I think you bring in a legend like Lita to bring some stability and you have a and you have a future legend in Hall of Famer and Becky Lynch mm-hmm. with her to bring some stability to the tag team title and give somebody something something to chase. And their baby faces right now in heels are Rhonda and um Shayna. Yeah. It's perfect matchup it's always been the perfect matchup uh Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey eventually take those titles but it's cool to see hopefully they're setting up a three on three that'd be pretty cool that'd be dope I mean I feel I feel like it had I feel like the tag team title has has a little bit of a bad juju just because yep. since Sasha and and no, you know and that's and that's the thing and that's what you're trying yeah. you're trying to erase that it still has a bad weird stigma because of how they got those titles yeah. they got those titles because two all-time greats yeah. know, took their took their ball and went home so you want you if you get a Ronda and a Shayna as heels terrorizing the women's tag team mm-hmm. division, you'll start to get that bad taste out of your mouth, and you'll start to forget that you haven't seen Naomi in TV in a while, and you haven't seen Sasha on TV in a while. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so let's hopefully they have a plan for what they're doing, and they're just trying to not trying to get the pop, so to speak. Like I'm curious is if um they do that uh you know three on three because I mean you. I mean, I'd rather see. Let's be speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather see, you know, Shayna and. Yeah, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Who, if you had to choose, like, who, if you had to choose, if they made it like a three on three, who would there be their third? Like, maybe Nia Jax. Oh, you're talking about with Shayna and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they did that. But I see, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with, I'm cool with Nia, but Nia still's not officially back, which is weird. I read about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The Royal Rumble was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. A lot of people probably think she's back, but you notice you don't see her. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So not officially back, Ooh, but or a, or a, um, I'll see now. Now they had me saying her 
old name. I was thinking mm-hmm. Dewdrop, and it's not Dewdrop. No, no. See, they got you. Yeah, they had Piper would be dope. Yeah, Piper, that's but what I'm saying. But I don't Niven. see that happening. Unless Trish was a complete one-off, I, yeah. I think it would be dope to have those three versus those three at a WrestleMania match. It'd be different. And mm-hmm. six women getting getting highlighted besides the other four that are getting highlighted on night one and night two, mm-hmm. Charlotte, Rhea, Bianca, and Asuka. So that'd be a nice chunk of ladies like, yeah, yeah, good yeah. cooking on, on a yeah. two-night two WrestleMania card. So I hope that's what they do. They go with... Um, That'd that's, be cool. That's, yeah, it's ten. Yeah. That's ten women getting highlighted in two nights, and I mm-hmm. think that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because they could. I mean, they could have a. They could have like a. You know, because it is two nights. Yeah. So I mean, you never know. They could do like a. It's just weird that they give me the title. So, uh, but I, the whole thing of Trish is throwing me off a bit. I just don't yeah. think they would bring back a legend like that if she's not going to wrestle at this close to the showcase of the Immortals. Uh, exactly. It's just strange. It's just strange. I mean, that's literally the you know. Yeah, tomorrow, it's like it's the like end yeah, of the month yeah, of man. <laughs> yeah, because this, 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 well, I'm drop. I was going drop today. It. No, I was going <laughs> drop it during Black History Month, but I was like, damn it, y'all be all right. All right, Ricky Starks is black. Y'all get the, you get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing. Because look, Lord have mercy. Lord knows. Lord knows if I don't put a, a, a brown skin person on this podcast <laughs> during Black History Month, though. Some kind of coalition will come after me and say that I don't, you know, my, why my wife ain't black? Why, 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 Evan, why ain't you black? I'm like, wait, what? I'm black. They're like, oh, hold on. Yeah, whatever, man. Like, just, whatever, yo. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You could have. Anyone on at any time of the entire year. Oh, you, just, oh, is that true? Just you know, I'm listen until they pull the plug <laughs> on the park. Okay, listen, Odyssey, like yo, Mackie, we rocking with you. I go listen. Apparently, I'm rocking with them. Oh no, listen, me, we good right now. We good. We good on this Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey. we good. Everything, everything good. Mackie's fi- Mackie's feeling good. He's feeling comfortable. <laughs> Sipping on some whiskey. He feeling all right. Got my funky ass cat walking around trying to jingle jangle and mess up my sound. I don't. I don't know if you'd hear him. He's but jingle jangling. He is jingle jangling. Damn. <laughs> he is the favorite in well, the house. Jingling sound like <laughs> sound like Marley and well, you know from Christmas Carol. <laughs> Just jingling these chains around. <laughs> so ne- Marley and Marley. Oh what y'all God. know about that oh Christmas Carol? Puppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. That oh, probably the, is my favorite one, though. That's the greatest Christmas Carol of all time. Yeah, I when mean Marley and Marley. I did enjoy. I did enjoy the kick rocks. No, nope. the new. Nope. I did enjoy the new Will Ferrell. Nope. I just thought too many songs. Too, and you didn't enjoy it. I like if I could have cut out, you know, like just snip, snip, like we five Marley songs. Marley. Yes. I would have like really, really liked it. and Waldorf Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> a Muppets Christmas Carol is the greatest yeah. Charles Dickens rendition of all time. Yeah, and you get, he and Charles Dickens very questionable. Yeah. And you get Michael Caine. He's very questionable. The great, the great. Sir Michael Caine, I believe. Oh, oh yes, I think you are correct. I believe, I believe. so. And if any, and for for your Black History facts, he been with a black woman for like. 50 years. Oh my gosh, since like the 60s since or something? Since 60, 60 years. Oh my gosh, like something ridiculous. She's beautiful yeah, too. Yeah, she was. How about she that is, for sneaking in some black beautiful. history shit? <laughs> black people, get off my back. Making this, this is the all-inclusive podcast, Kick Rocks. <laughs> so I guess I could go to the next one you're like, almost and versus Brock Lesnar. Do we care? I mean, Another we care. Another black man. You see how I do? Um, almost in Brock Lesnar, do we care? Yes, we care. You know yeah, why care. we care? Because I have zero objectivity when it comes to about six to seven wrestlers. And the thing, yeah. the difference between me and other people is I won't pretend like I don't have objectivity and then not have any. I, I'll tell you when I favor someone and will mm-hmm, not talk mm-hmm. bad about them. You see, that's what I'm trying to do. 
trying to change the status quo. Put your cards on the table. Stop pretending like you mm-hmm. don't have agendas and things that you're trying to protect. For example, I'll, I'll give you an example. This is Candid Mac on the Kick Rocks podcast right here. Yep. Renee Young, very nice. She yes. pulled up to the show when a lot of people wouldn't pull up to my show. Not this show, the other show. And and I hit her up, and she was kind enough to come on. So I'm not going to talk too much badly about Dean Ambrose slash uh, John yeah. Mox. Just ain't going to do it. Yeah. You know why? Because I ain't trying to piss off Renee. You see how I do that? Yeah. You call that now. Say it out loud. Yeah. So I'm an objective journalist unless it's a few people, and I'll always let you know. I'll always let yeah. you know. So you know that. What is he doing? Is he shilling? No, I don't shill. But I only shill for like... Yeah, but, but I only cape up for certain people. Omas is one of them. Oh, yes. He's just a nice guy. Oh, my goodness. He's a nice he's, guy. He's very kind. He's yep. very, like I said, I fellow actually, anime nerd. He's an anime I'm, nerd. I'm, I actually I believe I believe in his ability. Mm-hmm. Every single time I send him a message, he responds to that message in kind. It's because I'm always trying to just give him well wishes mm-hmm. and props. Therefore, it's I'm going to let you guys know I have no objectivity when it comes to his success. Yeah. Because he's a nice person. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to talk shit because he's just a nice person. You know what I'm <laughs> he's saying? He's a nice guy. So, so plus he actually really is. He really tries and he really cares. And it's mm-hmm. so crazy. In the, he does care about the product for sure. Years ago, years mm-hmm. ago, when I first started working at the E, but before, before, before they unceremoniously let me go, I met him when he was a PC guy that wasn't even on TV. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting next to each other and he just started talking to me about his like basketball career. And I was looking, I was looking at him. I was like, and he just told me how he got discovered and how he got found. Somebody mm-hmm. walked up to him like a, a, a coach went to a grocery store. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I said, you're going to be a superstar one day. And he goes, you think so? I go, yeah. It was because it was his demeanor. Mm-hmm. It was demeanor, mm-hmm. his willingness to learn. To learn, yeah. His, his, um, people, there's something I, I'm telling you. I, I, when I realized that I, that I needed to st- take a step behind the scenes and be, not be the star, I, I found out that I was better at, like, at analyzing talent. And that's just, one, that's just one of the things I'm really good at in He's when I, he's a star. Mm-hmm. I said this guy's when he was born wasn't even on TV, and it wasn't has nothing to do with his height. It had to do with he's coachable. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. he took a leap of faith. He's mm-hmm. kind. He's considerate. He shakes hands with everybody. He talks to everybody. He has a kind word for everybody. He's come from good stock, and people that typically come from good stock, I root for. Yeah. So when it comes to Omar versus Brock Lesnar, do we care? Hell yeah, we care because Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar wants him to look good. Yeah, of course. Brock Lesnar is not what people think he is. He actually cares about the product. He I cares love about this Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm and so, he's, he's going to... So, Omos is going to have the best match of his career yeah. because of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, I, I want, you know, I don't... I mean, like, I want Omos to win because just he should... Brock Lesnar like, winning doesn't do anything for Brock Lesnar. That's what I mean. Like, I'm like... but I mean, it's like, I wouldn't care who won, but yeah. I do want Omos to win because he deserves... To win, yeah, he's, you know he's, I mean? he's he's getting he's getting in better shape. Yeah, yeah, he's already naturally gifted because by being yeah. height, like that's just something that's Lord, that's what the Lord gives you. Mm-hmm. But my my whole thing is if he Brock Lesnar putting over almost puts almost in a different stratosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will they pull the trigger on that? That's what you're supposed to do. You're yeah. supposed to make younger stars. Brock putting over Amos. We're can, all gonna still love Brock. Yeah, because Brock Brock does not benefit yeah. from a win. Yeah, he doesn't benefit from a. He win. don't need to win. He doesn't need to win. So we we don't need to win predictions till a while from now. Yeah. However. To answer the question, almost versus Brock, do we care? Yeah, we should care. Mm-hmm. We do care because you should care about good people doing well. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. it's always hard for me to criticize Johnny Gargano, guys, because he's actually a nice guy. I but am. I can't, I can't <laughs> kiss everybody's ass. Oh, oh my God, I can't be. I got, I gotta try to be an objective journalist here. Damn it! People need to come to know that Evan <laughs> Mack is gonna give them the real shit. He's gotta tell some people to kick rocks. I do. <laughs> But Evan, who's, but have you said five or six wrestlers? Who was that? Uh, Montez, Omos, no. Austin Theory, 
Um, off the top of my head, I'm just letting yeah. you know people that I just will never talk bad about. Yeah, it's yeah. not gonna happen, guys. Yeah, Drew. it's never gonna happen. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, anybody that's come on my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, sorry guys. If that's a shill, then the Max are shills. Nah, man, I can't do it, guys. <laughs> sorry, we're just nice people. We I, just try to be. I can't do it, but don't get it twisted, guys. You just heard me when I don't like something. I tell you, I don't like something. Now, damn it. I'm just letting you know when it comes to Amaz, I got z- I got nothing. Oh, and the big guy. Who? Um, my brain sucks sometimes. Braun? Yeah, the Hell big guy. No. <laughs> That's it's like the big guy. Braun Str- short of Braun Strowman. Yeah. Short of Braun Strowman chopping my arm off. <laughs> I will At never. His, I, like, I, will his never I will never turn on that dude. <laughs> I just listen. I just listen. Boy, country road. <laughs> take me home. Like, what's that, name? West Virginia. <laughs> Mountain mama. That's where he from, damn it. Take me home. Country, he's we gonna a, get sued for this. That's a banger, yeah, yeah. though. Yeah, he's just a good old boy. Nah, yeah. he's, a, he's listen. He's a good lad. I can't, sorry, I'm I'm letting you guys know up front the people that I will <laughs> chill for. Kick rocks. Damn it! If you don't like it, kick rocks. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the podcast. Sorry, you know what you're listening. I put this for. shit on the back half for a reason. <laughs> um, so speaking of shilling, uh oh, another shill coming. Uh oh, <laughs> guys, just watch out! Watch out now! It's coming, coming in hot because. It looks like we might be in Austin Theory versus the 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 goat. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's the goat? I go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you, really? If you don't know really? Evan Mack by now in the world of wrestling, really, <laughs> we, you should know who the goat is. Really? <laughs> he literally dressed up as him as a as this wrestler as a goat, and John Cena saw it, <laughs> and he he bad. <laughs> He did it. John Cena is the greatest of all time. He's a goat. John Cena is the greatest of all yeah. time. You holler at me when your little funky ass wrestler can donate 500 and some make a wish. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's he at? 600? 6,000? Probably now. 6 million? Point, yeah. What's he at? Yeah. Infinity? You know the why? You know why? Because you actually got to get requested to even get to his level. That's why it's never going to be broken. Because you have mm, to have to get mm. that many requests. You mm-hmm. can't just walk up to make a wish and just pull up on a kid. This is for It real. has to be a wish. <laughs> What's it got to do with wrestling? Everything. Yeah. They yeah. don't ask for him without wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. If he's a grocer at, in West Newberry, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. His goatness got that. Yes, it did. Remember back in the day, everyone likes to gloss over, like they try to gloss over how they all love Roman Reigns now. They mm-hmm. used, to, used to chant, you can't wrestle the senior. Got better with his wrestling. Yes, he did. There were so many you can't, you can't, you can't, mm-hmm. besides the you can't see me's. And he got better at all of them. And I said when he left, everyone would, be, they would miss this dude and wonder where he came back, when he came back. Mm-hmm. This is the moment where he's going to come back. And I am so sorry. So, 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 so sorry to tell you folks. He's putting over Austin Theory. Oh, he's for sure. He's, he's losing. Because that's another reason yeah. why he's the GOAT. Same as the reason why Charlotte's the GOAT. I say Charlotte's the greatest of all time for three reasons. One of the three reasons is she doesn't mind losing. No. She's going to lose to Rhea. And I mean clean. Yeah. She's going to lose in the middle of that ring, Riptide, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Because that's what she cares about, the business. John Cena. The good, the good of the story. Sees mm-hmm. what I see in Austin Theory. I don't care if any of y'all don't like this dude. I am telling you. You trust me when I say this. And I'm not Here's even being, a nice guy. I'm not even <laughs> being funny here. This is this is me being dead ass. This is one of the nicest most well-mannered young men I've ever met in my entire life on any level. I swear to you. Swear to you. And one of these days, if he comes back, if he comes on this show 
and I will I will unpack exactly why because I want him to be here while I tell a couple of the stories of us kicking it in Nashville. But I want to do it while he's on the show because I want him to tell you, tell you because he's not gonna know what I'm gonna say, and I want to get his honest reaction on me watching this dude's behavior, being able to be in his company for an extended period of time, watching him during situations where a lesser person and oh, less yeah. and bigger moments would do far different things than he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to say, guys, you have to understand something. He is the legitimate epitome of a professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. The epitome of a professional wrestler. And I am telling you, when he has this master class of wrestling against John Cena, and John Cena does his best to put him over, and when he cuts this promo in, in, in Boston next Monday night, and Austin Theory cuts the promo against him, and they make that match at WrestleMania, and they do that match at WrestleMania, and Cena mm -hmm, loses them at mm -hmm, WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. It'll just be one of those things where I go, this kid's on his way. I don't care when he's going to be WWE champion. He's literally six years old. Yeah. So if, if he's WWE champion seven years from now, I think that puts him at, what, 30, 31? Uh, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, he's got, so, he's got so much time. Yeah, so like, so he's going to be WWE yeah. champion, guys. You guys have to understand that. Mm -hmm. You have to stop hating him because of this whole Vince McMahon stuff. The reason why the Vince McMahon stuff that you guys roll your eyes at always drives me crazy because... Hogan was a Vince McMahon guy. Mm -hmm. Taker was a Vince McMahon guy. Mm -hmm. Brock was a Vince McMahon guy. Mm -hmm. uh, John Cena's a Vince McMahon guy. And Roman uh, Reigns was a Vince McMahon guy. And those are just five guys off the top of my head that were Vince McMahon guys that you guys have no problem with now. Oh, yeah, now. So what I'm trying to say is if somebody like Vince McMahon picks a person like Austin Theory and he gives the rocket ship to him, you have to understand something here. He might be the guy. Um, maybe. He might be the guy. Because all the guys that you love, Vince McMahon pretty much made him the guy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know y'all. Everybody wants to wants to hate on him, but he he, he kind of know he kind of good though. <laughs> I think he knows what he's uh, learn to love it, <laughs> learn to live with it. I'm just guys, I'm just guys. I don't mean to gush, and I told you I'm a shell when I'm shell, I'm shelling. <laughs> but as a serious note, yo, I, dude, for real, guys and gals out there, tr you got to trust your boy, trust old Uncle Mac here. When I tell you something here, I from the bottom of my heart, legitimately, dead serious. I've I've rarely seen anything like the kid as far as a professional mm -hmm. at his age. I'm I'm guys. I Lord. Oh yeah, that age. Have mercy. Yeah. I'll tell y'all the story. I want him to be on the show though, so I can yep. tell the story. It's mm -hmm. a cool story. It's a cool story. I want y'all to hear uh, with him on the show. So you be like, "Yep, that's that happened. That happened. That happened." And I just want y'all to hear it. And um, yeah. So now I gotta get him on the damn show. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Pull up, pull up, pull up, Mister Theory. You know how I feel. <laughs> um, when we move on here to Gunther. He is the Intercontinental Champion. How long do we think that's going to last, though? Gun, Gun, uh, Gun, Gunther, uh, the artist for me, know is Walter, uh, which is always a better name to me. I know. I, I, liked, I loved Walter. I know it's intellectual property. Evan, it's uh, intellectual property, so they can own it. That's why they changed the name. I know! Oh, Still gosh. like Walter. Still like Walter. Yeah. But um, here goes my... Here I didn't my, realize that. Is, uh, that's, that's actually That's, that's, that's the new name. thing. Yeah, that's... No, I'm just saying that's what they... Because uh, he since he had that name, when he's... When, if he has that name... And he's touring the world, um, and he's making money off Walter. I got you. See you. What I'm saying? Even if it wasn't, yeah, yeah. See, when you go to WWE, they want to make sure when you're cooking, mm -hmm. they want to own. They, they, they want to own that. Yeah, yeah, that's why right now you have a Mercedes Monet. They own Sasha Banks. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, that's why when I was there at the E, I was like coming in as Evan Mac. Yeah, leaving as Evan Mac because yeah. you can't own my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's my name. It don't, it don't work. Yeah, so that's why. That's why. Shout out to the John Cena's of the world. Yeah, right? yeah. you know what I mean. So like. You you want to have your name, yeah. So they were like, "Oh, Evan, we kind of." I go, "No, no, 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 no,
Evan Max, Evan back from the womb <laughs> to the tomb, Jack. But listen, <laughs> so Gunther loses the Intercontinental title either at WrestleMania or at SummerSlam. Gunther wins the Money in the Bank Ooh. in 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 London. Ooh. Gunther will cash in on a Cody Rhodes. He will become Ooh. WWE champion before within the year after in Philadelphia. My goodness, WrestleMania forty. Yeah. Whoa, that's whoa. He going, he going far. You hear that right there? Ooh, Bold ooh, prediction in 2023. What episode is Gun, this? Gun, yeah, exactly. Somebody Gunther, write it down. So Gunther loses the Intercontinental title either this WrestleMania or at SummerSlam. He loses, put it like this, he loses the Intercontinental title. He loses the Intercontinental title before Money in the Bank. Wins Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Beats Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Cody, give Cody about a year to have a run. Wow. Tribal Chief comes back. Stands in the ring. Mm-hmm. Gunther Roman Reigns. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 how I see it. That's how, oh, that's Gunther's a, dropping that title soon though. Um, but I want to put it all out there so y'all know exactly where I'm at. I'm telling you, sometimes the guys need to listen to Evan Max's voice. Sometimes don't nobody listen I, to me because I'm broke. But when I give that money, all of a sudden <laughs> everyone's like, "What you say?" I go, oh, "Don't worry about it. Just pre- pay, pretend I'm yeah. still broke and don't <laughs> listen to my predictions that are always right." Ninety-two <laughs> percent. Uh, ooh, it's a, he's got a, he's got a high percentage at least in in my world when I've listened to him. Okay. It's, it's sometimes it's scary. Okay, I told you, don't nobody got listen to me now because I'm broke. But as yeah, soon as you somebody gets yeah, some money in their pocket, yeah. all of a sudden everybody perk up. Sorry, my social media following isn't as accurate as <laughs> adequate enough for everybody. Oh, I'm geez. sure I'm sure that my my verified check doesn't pass doesn't pass the smell test. <laughs> hey, listeners, help them out. Get, get them some more followers. Because <laughs> that's all that matters. As long as you have Barely. followers, then all of a sudden everybody listen to your, your dumb opinions. Yeah. But yeah. my opinions are always rooted in to thought processes and storylines, and I'm usually right. <laughs> Remember my last prediction that Naomi wouldn't be back for a while and everyone thought I was insane? You know how long ago that was? It's been it's been a minute. Okay. It's been, it's been a minute. Okay. Sasha never came back either. Oh. You were like, she ain't coming back. And now she's in New Japan. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know, just everyone out there. Food for thought. Get, get, help him get his social media following. Yeah, that's the only thing that matters. And then y'all start so listening. So people who listen to his that's opinions. That's the only thing that matters. Lord, <laughs> kick rocks. Lord have mercy on my soul. Um, so, yeah, as of right now, LA Knight does not have a match at WrestleMania. Is it time to panic? No, should, we, should we be panicking? No, listen. No, listen. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Let me, um, I, listen, I will not get hyperbolic at the end of this show. I will not throw a hissy fit on this podcast because L.A. Knight got destroyed in a Mountain Dew match (laughs) by a Bray Wyatt that doesn't even know what the hell he's doing. (laughs) I will not get upset that L.A. Knight lost the match to Kofi Kingston with a distraction by a trombone. (laughs) Less than a month away from the showcase of the Immortals. I won't do that. But what I will do is hit the panic button. This is ridiculous. (laughs) L.A. Knight needs to have a match at WrestleMania. I don't give a damn who it's against. I don't care if it's against Jake Paul. I don't care. I don't care if it's against the dude in the front row. I don't give a damn if it's John Cena after Austin Theory. I don't give a damn if it's the Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't give a damn who it is. 
L.A. Knight needs to have a match at WrestleMania. I don't give a damn if he's wrestling his shadow. <laughs> we need we need one. That basically that's all that. It just goes. Blah, 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 blah. We need we need one. <laughs> I need L.A. Knight in L.A. at night. I mean, that, doesn't that make sense? Who who would it be though? Who who would he? I ain't got all the answers. Oh, oh okay. I thought maybe he who had I a... look like. <laughs> I thought maybe he had a thought. Who the hell I look like on this podcast? <laughs> Who, what the hell are you talking about? You have the predictions. That's a prediction. <laughs> but you have the predictions. I ain't the booker. I'm tired of these bookers stealing my ideas on this show. <laughs> you don't want to give any crockpot booking? <laughs> my crockpot, you better get in this damn ring. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's Elliot? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We got we to something. It, ain't, it can't be the ring get it out because that's because Seamus and Drew are embroiled in that. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my God! Come on, man. No, I'm trying to. Th- I'm like. Oh my God! Yo, listen, y'all listen to me out here. If y'all got to the end of this podcast, who, who, who the well, hell? I mean, okay. So this, I mean, you gotta okay, make it make I'm sense because he's, gonna... he's a heel. All right, all right, I gotta. I, oh crap! They're both yes. Because I was just gonna go with like territory crap, like L.A. Knight, and then you know the Miz is from Hollywood. He's so ho- I, he's hosting WrestleMania. Ah, uh, well, see, I was, well, you know, but he could pop out all of a sudden and he's hosting WrestleMania. Ah, uh, man, I tried. He's, Sorry, and he's guys. a super heel. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, they're both heels. I but got I'm like, nothing. That would be it. That I'm like, cross hey. don't make sense. Don't nobody want to watch that. And he's a heel as well. Oh, man. Solo's a heel. That don't make sense. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Where the ba- where's the ba- Who's the baby face that can Somebody face L.A. Knight? Tweet tweet Evan. Tweet the, you know. Look, the whole New Day? Why not? I <laughs> I'll take hey, the, I'll take it three on one. Fun. That would be pretty Because it gets the New Day on the card, and it also gets L.A. Knight in the match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, listen, who, what you got, guys? Who should L.A. Knight face? I got nothing. I just yeah. want him in a match. Tweet us. Tell us. I got nothing. Tell My, us. Like, what you, what you want from me? I don't know. Braun Strowman? Oh. Mm. Is there enough time to build? Mm. I know. There's not much time to build that. Mm. But that ooh, that would be fun. Panic button has been hit. <laughs> Let me talk to you. I know. This is when we need the sound effects. Cause I tried to make one earlier. I don't know how well it sounded. That shit was poop. Oh. <laughs> Show is over, man. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> your panic button was poop. Apparently, my panic button was poop. Prime is poop unless they sponsor it. I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, speaking of tweets. I mean, hey, thanks. I'm I'm seeing some I'm seeing some star five star reviews out there. Keep keep it keep going. You know, keep going. Keep the five star reviews that. going, guys. The five very star nice things. I appreciate. Can but... only help the show, guys. Mm-hmm. On a serious note, so I'm uh, like, I wish I wish I remembered your name, but shout out to the lovely lady that. <laughs> oh, she was very nice. Yeah, I hope you're listening. You were you were yeah. very very nice. Um. Very nice. Yes, uh, saying about you ain't got put your you got put your business out there too. You 50, you fifty five years young, boo thing. If you I know, I was put like, your business in the streets like that. I'm not. I'm you not ain't crazy old. Like you that. ain't and you ain't old either. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. I know, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening. As per usual, give some mm-hmm. give Ricky Stark some love. You got a match at uh, this this Sunday, uh, Revolution. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I shall be tuning in, uh, and I shall be tuning in to see what the hell's going on on LA night on Friday. <laughs> appreciate y'all, man. Y'all take it easy. Bye bye.